You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. The Queen Killer is still out there. Everyone is scared. He's a murderer. He's a monster. He's perfect. Hey, boss. Who are you? The name's Nimona. Your sidekick has arrived. I don't need a sidekick. Every villain needs a sidekick. I'm not a villain. The real villain is still out there, and I do need help. And then, who do you want to kill first? What? Look, I can help you, but promise me you won't freak out. Why would I trust you? Promise. I promise. Even when you see the horn? Horn. Promise. I promise, promise, I will not freak out. This is the part where you run. Yes, hello, welcome to the Period Table of Awesome. My name is Dion, and I'm back, along with Quinny, Peter, and Jill. And tonight, we're reviewing Nimona, because I'm not here to fuck around, because we were started late. Like, that's all. That's what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> we're not here to fuck spiders. Let's review a film. <laughs> yeah, we're not here. We were slightly late. It's all it's all crazy, but we're back, and we're going on, and we're full. Everyone's back. Hello. Everybody's back, and everybody uh, wave... Yeah, here's Peter. Hi, Peter. Yes, the industry is back. Yay! Every, the, the strike can end. The industry is yeah. back. <laughs> Thankfully, fresh from fresh from uh, securing deals for the SAG after a writer strike, uh, Peter yes. is. <laughs> she started a new riot in Paris. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she left. She that left. Right, did start the day after I left. Yeah, no <laughs> because they didn't want you to leave. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> like mon dieu, come back. Beautiful uh, <laughs> Mon dieu, Australian redhead, where did you go? <laughs> I don't know. What will we do with our baguettes now? Frenchman this time. That was a little bit insulting. What? Sorry, you didn't. Watch. You know, here's what it is. I no. I'm um, sorry. I'm going to have a word with France. Yes, I? I think it's impossible to age out of creepy Frenchmen. You would think. <laughs> I was I just, like, oh, no, I really am past it. No. While, while, no. We're, all, while we're all very no. much excited to have Peter back, I just need to shout out Jill for being part of the Cardigan Club. <laughs> Cardi uh, crew. Cardi crew. <laughs> <laughs> Comfy oh. Cardis. Oh, Peter's got a Cardi. Oh, Peter's got a Cardi too. Oh, oh nice. I can tell. <laughs> Quinny, Quinny, where's your Cardi? It's winter. Nobody it's told me it was a Cardi show. It's a Cardi show. <laughs> I, yes. I'm, I, I, I will find my Cardi A or B. I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Dad. <laughs> not proud. I'm sure, not proud. I'm sure you can find something that will age you inappropriately there, Quinny, that you've got to hand. Uh, what do you so, have around that I'm just sure. makes you, like, older? Um, uh, uh, a shawl? No. Do you have a shawl? A throw? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have some heat packs. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender heat packs. I mean, yeah, pop one on your shoulder. <laughs> Nothing ages you more than the smell of lavender. <laughs> Sorry to all of our lavender wearing fans out there. I tried. Look, all I'm going to say is I try to get this show on the road to the review straight away, but it's been. <laughs> we're, we're now talking about lavender scented heat packs, and I don't know how we got here. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I did have I have uh, one of our friends who listens to the show was listening to and tweeting at me or messaging me while he was listening to the uh, um, uh, Dial of Destiny podcast mm -hmm. um, and was just saying, "Holy shit, you guys are just so easily distracted." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. when I say like when I say that we're reviewing Nimona, where Nimona is a title, it's it's a rough guideline. Yeah. Yeah. And and much like uh, the amount of shape shifting, our podcast shifts and shapes itself Absolutely. according to the conversation that we're having. Yeah, yeah it's really this will quite be a, fluid. Yeah, this yeah. will be a political debate about you know various different things, and then it may become sketch comedy. We don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, that's a, that is a lot of that's a lot of pressure to put us right tonight. Anyway, yeah. Um, do we all watch Nimona? Thanks to Netflix. Yeah. God damn it! Where's my sting? Wait, I was going to say, Dion, this is, this is your thing. Come on, do you have your, your thing ready? Your, oh. your thing sting? There you go. Ah, uh, there we go. Fantastic. Um, it was oh, there. No. I just didn't know. I think the chat's trying to get us to do uh, theatre sports. 
Um, oh, no. oh, okay. Yeah. Then, uh, yes. I just eight. need a place and a profession. We literally had a discussion about theatre sports last week. <laughs> we did. We did. We did had we, a whole discussion. You forgot, Quinny. There are many things that happen in this world sure? that I have. Peter, are you sure? You, Peter, sure. Peter, are you sure you don't want to go back overseas? Because this is what you've come back to, and you're like, what? I'm, I'm just like when when the improv starts. I I just have to let you got you guys that know that my my connection is going to mysteriously drop out. <laughs> And yet it seems so secure right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things seem secure that aren't quinnings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Take that a fact. She could join like in with passwords. the cardigans. <laughs> oh. Yes, Optus. <laughs> oh. Did that happen today? Did I miss that? Did something happen with no, passwords and Optus? No, but that's okay. They're, they're, uh, they've got somebody working for them now who's totally secure. Go, Gladys. Anyway, <laughs> see? Political statements. <laughs> we predicted it. <sighs> yep. Okay. Just trying to find that segue back into cartoons. No. Exactly. You know, <laughs> Australia's political that. landscape is much like a cartoon. There we go. <laughs> Bring it up. There we go. There As we is go. this film. It's much like a yeah. cartoon. Yeah. We've done an animation for a while. Um, Spider-Man. Um, oh, well, I wasn't there for that, so it doesn't count. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Neil hasn't done an animation for a while. I, I haven't mean, personally, yeah. I mean, the last five weeks don't count as far as I'm concerned, so. Cool. No, you, you've been a busy, busy monkey, haven't you? Travelling all over the place. Mm-hmm. Have you watched many things whilst you travelled? Mm-mm. Okay. No. So you I haven't even seen and... Spider-Verse yet. Holy shit. I'm, I'm so out of the loop. You didn't miss much. Oh, I no. will disagree oh. with Jill intensely. <laughs> I thought it was fucking magnificent, but other opinions are available. <laughs> Some of them might be in a podcast. Yes, <laughs> you, think you could listen to if you so chose, but we won't. Have some sort of numerical score. Why did we choose this one? Because um, I wouldn't have chosen to watch this one had you guys not said this is what we're watching. Okay. Right. Well, Quinny brought it up and then I was like, wait, there's a Nimona movie? Because I am actually a big fan of the webcomic when it oh. came out in 2012. Peak oh, Tumblr. Shit. I was Tumblr trash in 2012. I could not go a day without scrolling back to where I left off the day before. And it was a very big problem. <laughs> Did um, you have a, a, an issue with Tumblr? I had a Tumblr addiction. <laughs> and oh, no. I'm quite ashamed to say. <laughs> That's okay. You're amongst friends here. You it's can, fine. You, you can go back you. to Tumblr at any time uh, now that Twitter's self-imploding. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not wow. going back down that rabbit hole again. Yeah. <laughs> Tumblr I'm... had its heyday in the in 2012, I think, was definitely peak Tumblr for a lot of people, if anyone remembers Dashcon. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's I a story for another for time. That's a story for another time. But, uh, no, Nimona and... Back then, uh, yeah, Andy Stevenson, um, formerly was um, Noelle Stevenson on Tumblr, was hugely popular. And um, they just went leaps and bounds from there. Um, they also were uh, in charge of the She-Ra Princesses of Power series that was on hmm. Netflix. Um, and now they finally have given Nimona life in animation. Which is pretty fucking exciting because, mm. yeah, like they started out as a webcomic with Nimona. Then they did Lumberjanes, which was the, the one yes. that kind of broke them into the mainstream comic thing, mm -hmm. which then got them Shearer, which was one of the most unapologetically queer-friendly and fucking beautiful reimaginings of a series. Have any any of you guys seen the, the Shearer? I've watched a bit of season one. It. It's a little too junior for me to get into fully, but I appreciate all of the sentiment. Yeah. I What I liked about it, because, I mean, I, I found it sort of, yeah, it was very it was kid-friendly. Yeah. But the central relationship of Shira and her kind of nemesis, Catra, mm. ends up being one of the most beautiful queer love stories that you're ever going to see on TV. And I was like, fuck yeah. The, the fact that Netflix was like, Yes, please make your show. Yeah, is super cool. So, as you say, that brings us to Nimona. Yeah, um, I'm quite excited that it finally got a home because I was looking into it a little bit, and it was destined to come out in 2020. Unfortunately, 
the studio was owned by Fox and when Disney bought Fox, Disney, who are very famously just slap a rainbow on in June and call it a day, weren't <laughs> too keen on all of the LGBT themes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they shut it down, unfortunately, uh, and it got chopped around a bit. But, uh, yeah, it's, it finally has a home. But it's alive. It is alive. And should we have a synopsis of the uh, of the the, yes. the, the the thing? And we've had a request in the uh, in the oh, chat. Oh shit, have we? Okay, right. the, sorry, it, sorry, Twitch. I've, I've not been looking. Uh, by Adsky has requested that you do the, do it in uh, Gladys Berejiklian accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you like some thinking music, Quinny? While you have to work out what the fuck is going on. What's Very- a Gladys Berejiklian accent? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what does she sound like? I feel like she's kind of, I don't know. What does corruption sound like? Um, <laughs> it sounds like a cup of tea, Quinny, that you spill all over yourself. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. She's not as, as piercing as, as, what's her name? The redhead. Pauline. Pauline. No, we're not doing Pauline Hanson. We don't need to do that. Look, look you don't uh, even know. I mean, take Pauline and move her to the North Shore of Sydney. I feel like that's Gladys. <laughs> wow. Don't have, you don't even have to do the, the last part. Just Gladys. What does a Gladys sound like? Any kind of Gladys? Gladys? Yeah, there I we go. You've got Gladys. Gladys sounded a bit like that. There you the go. story of Nimona follows the wild and unapologetic shapeshifter Nimona. Who uses her powers to transform into anything and anyone that she wants to be. As she seeks out chaos and adventure and teams up with the wrongfully accused knight Ballister Boldheart. As he attempts to clear his name from the murder of the Queen. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I said, pet, I said, love, I said, I can't come to your funeral. I've got a bingo game that day. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's okay. not Gladys Berejiklian. No, it's really not. Just a Gladys. Just a Gladys. It's a Gladys. That's right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's all I was going for. That's a Gladys somewhere. I pre- yeah, I pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty. Casper's right. You do sound like when Bluey and uh, Bingo do the old lady voices. <laughs> I mean, realistically, <laughs> this is shit that Dion and I have been doing for fucking 20 years. Too long. <laughs> too long. Well, Bluey stole it from you. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you did. Yes, old people voices are just like, come on, just definitely yes. got a copy. Right, all I'm you need to all. do is just talk about the oh, old days and get a little excited. <laughs> the fact that Dion's wearing a cardigan at the moment just makes it all the... And... Oh, he's nodded off. <laughs> what? Uh, who? Who's? When? How's? Oh, my, oh, I've got to get my diabetes medication. <laughs> get the Lipitol out. <laughs> I've been well, using you... that to lose weight. Have I was going to say, you can't because everyone's using it to get thin now. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. See, this is what I love about our show. It's a fucking <laughs> rambling wonder. <laughs> Peter's gone. Yeah. Oh, she's out. <laughs> it's not even theatre sports season yet, Peter. Come on. <laughs> what did I promise you? It was going to get political. Then there was going to be sketch comedy. <laughs> yes. Um, We've look- met all of our KPIs. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, look, uh, Nimona, I would not have particularly yes. picked this one up if I hadn't uh, been asked to do it, and thank you for, for doing it. But it's a very sweet and fun movie, and it's really quite nice. And I like that it's mm. it's pretty much set on its own little story. And uh, I just am real pleased, which I can expand more in the, the spoilery section, but I don't think it's a real spoiler. It's like a low-key Godzilla film that I really enjoyed. Like, you're sitting there going, you're sitting there going, this is Nimona, what is this all about? I don't understand it from the poster, I don't understand it from the characters, the trailer, like, this seems to be very kiddy. and then by the end of it, I'm like, this is just fucking Godzilla, and I'm here for it. But not the Godzilla of, like, oh, smash stuff. It's like, no, Godzilla is, you know, <laughs> you have to care for the beast kind of thing. It's Godzilla like, of feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Godzilla is there to protect us kind of thing, and I really kind of appreciated that. And I, I love all of the stuff that it's felt like it was kind of riffing on so that, yeah. you know, we've, we've got elements of Attack on Titan. Um, you've got mm-hmm. elements like the it's super sci fi. So you've got the visual cues that feel a little Blade Runner-esque and a little bit, you know, um, cyberpunky. But yeah. then, you know, at the same time, also medieval sword and sorcery kind of stuff. 
Not really just, sword and sorcery, because it's just medieval with technology. And it's kind of like one of those fun things where it's like, so it was a medieval society, and then that medieval society, without assessing itself and figuring out what it was supposed to do, has just kept everything all the way up into now. And now you have digital crossbows and, you know, and, and, flying and bikes. Electric horses, yeah. Yes. Electric I horse. point out that all of this stuff was very different from the web cartoon. I did the wonder web- about sure. that. Yeah. Uh, quite drastic change to the story, but in watching the movie, I was kind of like, I see why they made these changes because the webcomic itself had a very complex story that was told over a long format, whereas this was an hour 45 movie. They had to, you know, condense it all down, make it easy to understand and get through. But I do have to say that, like, the changes uh, did not hurt the story at all. I mean, the key relationship there between... um, Boldheart and Nimona is like what the whole story was based on. The queer love story was from the original as well. Um, it's just that like uh, Boldheart was Blackheart and he was a villain in the comic and Nimona like appointed right. herself a sidekick to him. So they've just switched it up a little bit and made this queen killing storyline thing be the primary focus of the the change in in what happens so right so in the comic is is, uh he misunderstood or has he embraced the villainy entirely he's a villain he's a villain he's like screw the um the what's it called matriarchy no 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 what they keep the institution oh right screw the institution like they've fucked us over i'm a villain i'm gonna try and do everything to take them down and then she's appointed to him as like his sidekick and uh yeah all the shape-shifting all that stuff that's all there but like yeah there is like history of the romance with uh golden loin and all that kind of stuff as well (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i love that name made him a hero at the start of this one gave him a slight name change and then yeah the rest the rest kind of just follows on but it works really well i feel i thought it was an easy to to understand story it was it was tight storytelling Mm. i thought you know nothing nothing groundbreaking like dion said i kind of feel like the the ingredients of the story are ingredients that i'm familiar with um but uh it it walked the line of what it was doing really tightly and it was clear and mm. you know I was watching it with a seven-year-old and nobody got bored oh, good. Um, oh that's good <laughs> and did they enjoy the, like you did the seven-year-old enjoy the action and the and the funny and the stuff or yeah yeah well I've, okay I have to be honest I she didn't see the start because I didn't want to wait for her um, <laughs> she, saw, she saw three quarters of it and I explained what was going on <laughs> Uh, and uh, I love this. Yes. I just love she, your. She got ruthless. upset when she was told you had to go and do something, and I had to pause it. So she was really engaged by it. Uh, um, Good. Mm. Just the ruthlessness is great. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Whatever, kid. I should do. Yeah. I've started the time. movie. Yeah. Could you wait? On a fucking clock minutes? here, child. No. <laughs> love it. Mm. I, I really enjoyed the 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 kind of the world. I loved the setting, and I liked the not particularly subtle um kind of commentary that it's like okay not subtle at all commentary no. um about you know theocracy and um religious indoctrination and even the ideas like because it wears its very rainbow heart on its sleeve so proudly when you call something the institution mm. um <laughs> it's it, you know there ain't much subtlety there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. we're rebelling against the institution. And Get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it. our colour palettes and everything about it is super, super queer friendly. But at the same time, uh, actually, one of the people who uh, commented on the, the post about this said it was really nice to have a fun action adventure thing with queer leading characters that that wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it didn't really. It, it's just it acknowledged it and it acknowledged it and moved on. But anyway, 
they love each other. Moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I more like frequently that. we can tell these stories without having to point big blaring arrows at saying, hey, look at this. This is cool. Like, leave it alone. Like, that we can just tell a story and, like, that is it, then, mm. you know, the more it's just going to be normal, like it should be. Yeah. And also, um, like, you know, leaning into the whole Barbie Oppenheimer thing, there's, there was the brooding dark goth oh, yes. guy and the shiny, pretty pink princess person yes, uh, yes, in all of this, which is just great. Like, great marketing for Mattel. Barbie's doing an amazing <laughs> job of just getting themselves into everywhere at the moment, including well, other not, properties. I'm not sure I would call Nimona a shiny pink princess person. <laughs> no, I think he was talking um, about No, I was talking Golden about Goldenloin. Goldenloin. <laughs> Definitely oh. a shiny pink princess yeah, yeah, yeah. person. Like, that's... <laughs> no, those are the best pairings when you have, like, the sparkly, yeah. shiny light and joy one and then like the the demonic and and evil and gaudy the one <laughs> they're just the cutest yeah yeah i what i really liked is that while that the relationship between golden loin and and black heart no black bold heart it? now bold heart, it used to bold be black heart yeah yeah um that's an overt relationship but what's being explored in the relationship with namona is actually on a different level exploring otherness mm-hmm. um that her being a, a monster and the, all of the language that he uses to try and say to her you know can't you just be normal is <laughs> like i love that that's all about being either trans or non-binary or um ADHD or um, neurodivergent, all of those things apply there. And Mm -hmm. it's about the experience of being something other than normal. And so you can have that as as an unspoken, but at the same time have a a beautiful queer relationship as a spoken and they both work. And I think it's that that also the the concept of what do we do and how do we react to things that don't fit in the boxes that we have uh, in our head? And that, you know, constant questioning of, but what are you? I'm the Mona. Um, it applies in many ways to many kinds of, um, you know, identity issues, whether they be, you know, body or gender or otherwise. Uh, and I thought that was kind of interesting to explore. It, it wasn't the Mona that needed to change. It was the boxes that he was trying to fit Nimona in that needed to to change. Yeah. So that was all very nicely and smoothly done without feeling hammerish. Mm. I thought. Well, as as Predakanga says in the chat, you know, the, the people uh, relate the Nimona's thing of it's a whole body itch of wanting to change, wanting to shape shift. Um, the lot of people who have gender dysmorphia and and body dysmorphia. Um, can feel something similar that I'm not right unless I'm something else. And I, I, I like that that's a story that you can explore in this, but at the same time, it's about a person who turns into a pink shark. <laughs> or a rhino or anything because it's shape-shifting and you're allowed to be whatever you want to be, Quinny. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I also love that no one has a really good answer for like, uh, in like in the world building sort of stuff is like oh but there are monsters outside and like but why you know why, why are we attacking the monsters it's like there's does anyone have a good explanation because monsters <laughs> things stuff stuff out there bad like stay like normal got to stay in normal got to stay in normal land can't question mm. anything also you could know. we put some big guns up around normal land to make sure that nobody ever gets into normal land yes. and yeah. if we get really scared we'll turn the guns onto ourselves in normal land <laughs> that's dumb yeah yeah welcome and to the dumb I, I mean i don't feel like that's unintentional no 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 Winnie, did you have feelings about the animation style um i i enjoyed it it was i feel like the, there's uh there's a, a weird in between of 2d and 3d that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. And there are a few times that I was looking at the armor of some of the knights and stuff and going, gee, they look 3D. And then that then occasionally didn't quite uh, gel with the, I don't know, the 
the feeling of, of the 2D, 2D animation. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a few times when I got like, I got a bit confused between either really understanding in the animation of like, is this too simple or is this accurate? And I got lost a little bit occasionally. I was just like, oh, a little bit more detail would have worked, I think. Um, I quite liked the perspective shifts at, with the use of the 3D animation. It made it feel like really dynamic movements were happening. And yeah. That was that was my favorite part. The, the color palette seemed a bit washed out to me. I think for the whole thing, but you know that's mm. that was that's in, just me. Sorry, in what way? Well, it I just thought seemed... it was fucking vibrant as shit. Maybe I be need... on check your television settings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need glasses. Okay, all right. Stop, stop, stop! Like color shaming me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if anyone's can, getting some color shaming at me, you can, you can see now, Courtney. Like I don't know, you can see all the colors. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there were sequences that were slightly more muted, but like I thought it was, in a lot of cases, an absolute riot of color. Um, most of them being pink. <laughs> yes, mainly pink. Lots of pinks. Yeah, gallivanting around as various different animals. Um, did we like the the shape shifty bits? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I especially like the the shark moment because that was like from the very first webcomic uh, when they go to shake on the deal, she turns into the shark. And I love that they kept that in. <laughs> I love the and And the, the teeth, the sound yeah. of the <laughs> teeth. I was just like, oh, I, um, I quite like the whale. <laughs> yeah. The whale was, was my favourite. Yeah, um, the whale had me questioning: How does mass work when you shape shift? Yes, well, I mean, how do you add or subtract mass? But I mean, you know, look, ask the transformers; they were kings at that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. How do they make that work? Mass um, shifting all over the place. I just to to change slight tack. I wanted to say I really enjoyed the way the voice actors uh, approached it too, because I thought the voice acting was very heartfelt and very like. It felt like they sat down, had a conversation about it, and discussed it between all of the characters, and were like, "Right, this is the way I'm going to play it. This is where I'm going to go." And it it felt honest, which is hard for a voice actor most of the time. So I think Riz Ahmed and you know uh, CGM did very well. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed hearing Eugene Lee Yang in uh, his, I think, his first voice role. I believe uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So where would people know him from? Uh, the Try Guys. The he's one of the non-controversial ones. <laughs> <laughs> non-problematic Try Guy. Non-problematic Try Guy. Uh, yeah, he's just a really wonderful human. So I like that. Uh, yeah, he got this role. Mm. Initially, I, I kind of had a, a thing with Riz Ahmed where I felt like maybe he wasn't giving it as like I don't know. Chloe felt like she was really you know having a lot of fun. And Riz didn't necessarily feel like he was always meeting her at her level. But then I, the more I looked, I went, well, that's the character. That's, you know, mm. he's not in that crazy manic kind of way. And you do have to have the, the light and the shade so that yeah. she is as, as manic as she is. Peter, you look like you've got so many thoughts. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't have a huge amount of thoughts um, on this one, um, except that. You know, like I said, I, I wouldn't have picked it up on my own. Uh, I didn't hate it. It was nice. It was fun. I was just thinking that um, my niece is probably going to watch it again more than once, I, I would, okay. you know, predict. Not to say it's only for children, um, but as as something that, you know, is an animation with a PG rating that, you know, was probably designed to be appropriate for children, um, I think it's probably going to capture a fairly broad audience of children and adults who aren't afraid to watch animation. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I do wonder about the publicity. Um, I wonder if the publicity is going to reach that broad audience because I only knew about it because you guys told me to watch it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it has. Um, it, it's been one of the biggest, uh, I think it was the most streamed animated film on Netflix. Um, uh -huh in its opening weekend. Now, whether like that may just be opening weekend stuff, but they've been pretty open about saying it's been huge. Um, so it's, it's clearly had a good reception, but 
Yeah, I'm trying to think where I first saw it. I'm, I think I saw a trailer in one of those Netflix, um, you know, to dumb or whatever the hell the uh, they're <laughs> too dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I looked at it. I went, that looks fun. Like cool. Well, it definitely, and... it definitely feels nicer to watch an episode of Black Mirror. I can say that much. <laughs> I haven't gone I haven't there yet. Watched... I'm no. to. can't bring myself to do it yet. <laughs> I think we're all in the same boat. It's like, well, if you're living it, do you want to watch it? <laughs> Not really. It's too close mm. to home. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure I just saw a trailer, and and I'd heard a couple of other reviews um, from people that I like and trust, and thought, well, shit, if they like it and are willing to kind of wave the flag for it as much as all that, and I'd never read the comic. I had um, really didn't know anything about it, so. Um, all I saw was a, a cool kind of punk chick with fangs and lots of colourful animation. Um, from from that standpoint, like, I think we're, we're hitting an interesting space in the animation world now where we've moved away from um, the Pixar slash Disney's whatever and even the DreamWorks kind of style where everything was fairly safe and I feel like we're moving into a new style which is a lot more scratchy and a lot more kind of punk you know for lack of a better term and whether you like it or not you know that's that's a different thing like some people really didn't like the visual sort of constantly contrasting visual style of spider-verse and this has sort of got a bit more of the visual language of, of, you know, the graffiti and the, the colorful kind of animation stuff. So I don't know. I think we're, we're trying different things, which is nice to see. Yeah. Hmm. Great. Right. Um, Shall we rate the bejesus out of this? Sure thing. Do you want to rate us off Quinny? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, I, I, I think I've said more than enough about it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I got to probably halfway through it, two thirds of the way through it. And I thought, where the fuck does the story go from here? Um, like, cause I felt like they were really dealing with everything they needed to. And so I was very pleased that the third act felt like a really interesting part of the story that I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that. I mean, there were, there was some stuff that was telegraphed, but mm. I didn't care cause I was enjoying the characters in the world. Um, for me, it's, it's, I think it's about an 86, 87, let's go 87. I really mm. liked it. Um, like it, it wogglingly as mind bogglingly amazing to me in spite of us, but it was a fucking great animated film. Hmm. Drop a rating in the chat. If you have seen it, put that little out of 100 because it helps me to see them. <laughs> Jill. Nice. I am going with the 85. I had a really good time. I, um, yeah, I was surprised by the changes to the story, but by the end of it, I'm like, no, you know what? That was a, that was a solid move and it translates to a movie audience. And I think people are still going to get on board and understand it, even if they're diehard fans of the comic. So, um, there were like a few things like, uh, maybe, I also thought that Riz's performance was a little understated in moments too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and also maybe like some parts of the story just dropped a little bit for me, but otherwise I, I quite enjoyed it. I might give it another watch. Yeah, I would, I would happily watch it again. Sorry. Your number was 80... 85. 85. Thank you. Sorry. I was starting a piece of software. Peter. I said, like, it's not, you know, in, in terms of genre, wouldn't really be my first choice, but judging it on the merits of what it is and what it's out to do, um, I thought it was just really solid, you know, storytelling with with no flab to mm-hmm. it at all. Um, and I really like the idea that my niece is, is, you know, we may feel the need to point it out, but mm. the representation um, but I like the idea that my niece is growing up in the world where she's going to watch these things and she had zero questions about why one character might, you know, or may not love another character. 
Um, and it makes me happy to think that more of these things are going to come in the world. And for her, it's something that will never need to be pointed out because it'll just be something that she's always seen on screen and never had any questions about. Um, and I think that that is nice for the children of the future, you know? Yeah. In, in, <laughs> in our little dystopian universe <laughs> that we currently have going on. So I'm going to give it a, a solid 88. I was not mad at it at all. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good rating for it. not mad at it <laughs> not mad at it means a, a big spectrum of st- <laughs> yeah In, instead yeah. of saying instead of saying not bad it's like not mad not mad yeah. <laughs> not mad but why um, <laughs> did you actually did you have any but why's i don't i'll save this save it for thing. the save it I for mean, the spoiler section Quinny. yeah okay Okay, not a problem. But I why does she turn into a right I just feel like once shape-shifting <laughs> is involved, but why is redundant? <laughs> fair. That is completely fair. Okay. Um, Dion. Uh, not mad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> just but... sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a fad. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go look. I probably had about 80 out of 100 out of it. Like, you know, I was just kind okay. of, um, I had a nice time with it. It was like, it was well acted. It had some pretty, it's a good dialogue somewhere and some clunky dialogue other places. And the animation style, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but it was fine. Like it grew on me. And it was also, you know, I like to see a property that's just not something based on something else. Like as in, mm. you know, it's not yes. like a reboot or a thing. It's like, great, it's a new property. I see what they've done here. And it had really nice issues that I think will connect with viewers. Um, it's something for people who aren't me, which is great. But it also has information and, and good lessons in there for me. So how's that sound? Does it sound like I That's, enjoyed it? It did. That, yeah. <laughs> You're the only one who can tell us that, Dion. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Are we even here anymore? I not mad, not mad, <laughs> not sad, just rad. Ah, uh, good one, good one. Yes, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> Shut Rob, up, Todd. Always out quipping oh in the God. chat, Todd. Oh, yeah, well, that's what we I, keep I, them around for. They're, they're, they're better. Yeah, this is why we love our chat, because they're faster <laughs> and funnier. They type um, faster. Um, but also... Big shout out to Todd because I thought Todd was a spectacular <laughs> dick, and yeah, <laughs> and all, always just need a Todd. Yeah, um, we have a a short scene that we're going to have a look at, um, which I'm excited about because this is one of the scenes that actually had some of the more interesting animation elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you give your rating, Quinny? I did. Yeah, he was um, the first one to do it. I, I was eighty-seven. <laughs> I forgot. I'm getting old, you it see. It was a long time yes. ago. The cardigan, the cardigan is having an effect. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's about time to go to bed. I was going to say, do you need to have a, a, a hot bonox or a... <laughs> yes, hot bovril, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll go. All right, let's go like, look, look at this clip and it'll be funny and then we'll come back. Yay. Hi, hi, um, excuse okay, me. I've got to get him out of here quietly. On it. <gasps> Wait, not like that. Not like that either. You want me to shift? You don't want me to shift? Pick a lane. And now you're a boy. I am today. Wait, no. Watch it, watch it, watch it. I know he's here. Find him. Please move. Can I get your guys, please? Uh, okay, just one one signature. Can you sign my skin? Don't move. Because if you do, you're going to miss out on a great deal today. Excuse me, Mr. Schweizer. I can't find my mommy. She went to that stereo over there. Can you help me find her? Please. Oh, no. Let me go ahead and pass this problem on to someone else. Perfect time! This baby's four-year-old in state-of-the-art sound system! There. 
Uh, can we just part the waters? Thank you. Move, move aside, guys. Please help me. Help me, please. Please help me. A little demon baby is after me. Please help me, please. Help me. Ah! Uh, yes, there we go. Yes, the demon baby <laughs> when you're following. If you're going to be, shape, be able to shapeshift into anything, why not choose a weird demon baby and just terrorize yeah. people with it? Why not? But why are all the animals red, but the child was normal? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed What's normal, Jill? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh shots fired. Excuse me, I'll just see myself out. <laughs> I did love at one point there was a, a very clear reference. It was like, uh, um, would you just like to come out of the closet, please? <laughs> I was just like, oh, wow. Really oh, wow. leaving that one right on the nose, aren't we? Yeah, um, but, I mean, this is why it's it's kind of it's, it's good. If you're paying attention as an adult and you're watching it, you're like, oh, okay, there's a there's a bunch of information in there that you're like, yeah, that, okay, that's fine. And as a kid, you're just like, oh, shiny, aha, looks, turn, mm -hmm. turns into an ostrich, ha, ah, okay, hits people. You know, fine. <laughs> Um, so and I love the personalities of all those different uh, oh. creatures as well. Like, because it's all all her. It's all Chloe Grace Moretz. But like, when she's the the gorilla, there is there is a, a level of threat and insouciance there that I was really into. Just like, what do you fucking mean by that? <laughs> Uh, yes, and as uh, Rob would point out, like I would punch a demon baby too if it was. <laughs> if that thing was just floating around and coming at me in a crowded market, I'd punch it too. I laughed so hard at that. Just the, when it started floating and its little feet weren't moving, I'm like, oh! <laughs> I did like it, like at the start, there was that clip there. It was like, oh, now you're a little boy. He's like, I am today. <laughs> backs away. Whenever someone says something and then backs out of frame, I'm like, oh, that's just, that's, that's at least funny. Yeah. You can go with it there. All right. Um, I, put yeah. the, I put the spoiler logo up. We can do spoilery things now. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Look, uh, giant Godzilla mashup oh. at the end amazing but because it's like it's not a monster it's just godzilla be nice to it and i mean i have to admit the 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 ending of it and the way that they wrapped that up was actually very beautiful um yeah and i thought I that, that was it. that was it because it wasn't Six. yeah it, it was about love it wasn't about violence yeah it, it wasn't you could about, for sure squeeze a tear out watching this oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was squeeze a what sorry to how a tear a tear. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. There was a bit of lag, and my computer just was like. I was like, "You could squeeze a what, Pete?" <laughs> <laughs> I heard the word tear. I don't know what you were listening to, dear. <laughs> Good. Just check. It's always wise to check because I mean, you yes. know, I'm not going to shame anyone, but also, really, um, yes, tear. You can oh. definitely squeeze a tear out. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I did like that there were elements of that scene that reminded me a little bit of the end of uh, oh, Moana. Um, yeah. The the whole the heart of Tafiti thing and everything. Mm. I was like, oh, that's nice. But also, I really like that the, the, the monster was actually quite intimidating. You know, yeah. the, the monster version of her was like a great design that looked quite scary. Yeah, it was cool. But was yeah. she really a monster? I don't think she was a monster all yeah. along. I think she was just afraid, and that was the defense that it needed because mm. she was afraid because she'd been let down yet again by humanity and humanity's inability to accept people and things. Yeah. There's the oh, lesson for you. <laughs> <laughs> and also loneliness is a bitch. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you do really feel that in her and, and the the – also because there's the story that she tells as to her origin of, of the, the wishing well and everything that you kind of go, well, there is a wishing well, so maybe that is actually what happened. Yeah. Um, and, and then you start to have a question, okay, so there probably are no other monsters. Like the world is, she is alone in the world and all she's trying to find is somebody who actually accepts her. Mm. And that's something I think we all can kind of, yep, there I go, getting all emotionally involved Aww. in this bullshit again. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she she is all the monsters. Well, and, and that's also an interesting idea, isn't it? That mm. all the monsters for the past thousand years that they've been mm. afraid of or whatever, mm. are they all her? 
Mm. I only have one. Well, beast. I'm pretty sure she's the only one anyone ever saw before they put walls up around the entire city. Yeah. So... I'm only just like, I'm only just trying to figure out like, okay, considering that the kingdom is a landlocked kingdom, how did Nimona know how to turn into a whale or what even a whale looks like? <laughs> <laughs> she has been alive I for a thousand years. I feel like it's years. not knowing. I feel like it's just inside her. Mm. <laughs> Maybe she invented all of these creatures. Maybe yes. she's God. But like I, I don't know if she's <laughs> inventing the creatures. I feel like she's just feeling them and they're coming out. Like I don't know that she's yeah. like intellectually going, I've seen a whale, I'll turn into a whale. I think they're just mm. like lots of different facets of, of who she is and they're yeah. all itching to have their moment in the sun. And yet she can immediately, mm. like, see someone and turn into them as a perfect, ca- like, carbon capture of, like, All right, you can know. we stop pulling it apart? Maybe please? that's the difference <laughs> between... Maybe that's the difference between the pink ones and the full-colour ones. Oh, yes, maybe yeah. you're Full-colour right. ones she's copying. Right. And maybe the pink there. ones are all aspects of her yes look i'm just coming up with theories on the fly here you asked really <laughs> no no question, i'm down for that's that. how I'm i am justifying one. it no, no, it's fine maybe she like if she touches one of them she gets to be the colored version but if she doesn't touch them then she just has to go off what she thinks they are and they all become out monochromatic i love it yeah. it's great she's never actually touched maybe a shark. she saw them all in a pink book one time and a pink yes. book you know what it reminded me of did you ever get those uh um golden books when you're a kid yes Mm-hmm. Um, there are a whole bunch of those that had these really beautiful pastel artwork in them um, that were quite often really kind of, um, I don't know, kind of stylized, almost art deco-y occasionally. Like there was one about three little kittens or something like that. And they always had these really lovely pastel colored artwork. And there are elements of this here and there that I felt like I was watching bits out of that. Um I don't think it was necessarily intentional, but I, and I'm probably the only one in the world who looked at that and went, it's like a book from my childhood. <laughs> oh, but that's nice. It's nice. You had some oh. sort of connection there. Oh yeah. And, but also I liked the, um, the juxtaposition of the, the smoothness of the animation and the goofiness of her when she was all the different animals to the sharpness of all of the the design work of the mm. the institution mm. like it's it's yeah. all diamonds everywhere is just diamonds and and pointy things and she's always smooth curves and um you know really flowing lines and that mm. i this is why i love animation because mm-hmm. i get into that kind of level of of design aesthetic shit yeah. Um, I'm intrigued to know who the animation company was that did it. Um, yeah, because it was like about 70% done when Disney axed it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It was Blue Sky Studios started it. Right. Okay. I don't know Blue Sky Studios. I, I'm just having a look at what else they've done. Um, oh, but they're defunct now, so it's all fucked anyway. <laughs> bow, bow. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, they were the Ice Age franchise. Well, there you go. Okay. There's a bit of an adaptation, as you can read through quickly in there, but, like, it's nice to know that you can still, you know, um, do that. Do the, the nice translation, because I did have a look at some of the anime, the original Reddit webcomic animation drawings that were there and they were very angular and very kind of two-dimensional and i like that they i wasn't quite sold on the animation in the moment when we start, i started watching it and then after a while i was like oh no it does actually really work in this 3d world but they managed to keep making it look angular like if you flattened any mm. of the images it would make sense in the original style so i think they did a quite successful sort of thing there um in the original, did you follow the webcomic all the way through to the end, Jill? No, not really. Okay, right. I had to give up my Tumblr addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, I never went on Tumblr, so I don't know what oh, the Tumblr addiction is. I just got lost in Mumbler. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just a bunch of people going. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what was the question? 
Oh, no, I'm just, I, I was sort of just interested to know whether, like, the story, how far did you get through the plot in terms of where this film goes? Uh, I can tell you that the ending is very different to the actual well, ending. Well, what's the ending? The comic. Hmm. So, um... We're in, in spoiler town. We can know now. Yeah, I mean, in the web series, um, there's, like, a similar crescendo of, like, uh, what's the word? Conflict. Uh, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's like, God, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just like my brain is losing English vocabulary. We we like, also can't even ha- imagine. Did but, work on the weekend. Yes, so. You guys, yes, you guys I'm, sound I'm, a little smashed. Yeah, I'm at oh. day, day nine, day nine of a work week or a work yeah. fortnight at the moment. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so at the height of, like, a conflict or whatever, like, um, Nimona loses her life and you're unsure if she did die or what happened. Um, But it's left very ambiguous as to what actually happened to her at the end. There's none of this giant monster fight stuff. There's none of this um, woman that was the first knight and protected this world. So there was none of that original... uh, conflict in her backstory that this whole movie is based on um so she just kind of like disappears from the world and Blackheart is just kind of left wondering if he's ever going to see Nimona again and uh goes through his life like thinking he's catching glimpses of her here and there but and he have like resolves his issues with Golden Loin as well so that kind of all just wraps up but at the end of this movie, she does come back. Ah, oh, I was I was happy because if there was yeah. one thing that I was desperate to, for them to not do, it was to kill you queers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna like, don't do that, please, don't do that. Yeah. So I found the whole like change in Nimona's backstory really interesting. And I thought that, yes, as part of the story for the movie, this all works really well because it gives you a start, middle and end kind of thing and Mm -hmm. helps you like understand all of her objectives and stuff. And I liked the the final conflict in the movie. Mm. I thought that it all wrapped up really nicely. Hmm. There was a little part that wanted a, a tiny bit more from the point where she, uh, you know, is, is saved from the from the sword by um, Boldheart. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have this is you know directorial decision. I would have liked to have seen more of that phoenix that she she turned into. Yeah, you know that's that's a thing that I felt like it was it was beautiful symbolism. I wanted to see more of it because I wanted to see her be kind of yeah at her most powerful. Mm. But then at the same time, you know, she's gonna go and fight a big gun. So yeah. But if anyone's interested in reading the original webcomic, uh, there's a collected graphic novel of Nimona that's available. Yes, and you can buy it on uh, Amazon now, and it has a big N on the cover for Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. It's like yep. when you have to go to the store and buy the book with the movie cover on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All those Nicholas Sparks movies with... Yeah. Rachel McAdams on the front. Like yeah. you're only reading this because you saw the movie. It's like, yeah, that's why I'm reading exactly. the that's book. That's exactly why I'm exactly. doing this. Yeah. Just be happy I'm taking both. I remember going into that bookstore and buying the never ending story that had the photos from the movie on the cover of the book. Oh wow. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Like it's encouraged cross pollination. Just let it breathe, yeah. man. Like I mean, how many also- how many book purists are never watching the movie? You know? Or how many, mm. pe- how many like, absolute mm. book purists are going out seeing a movie and then waiting for the written adaptation? <laughs> I don't know. The, it, it is funny. Occasionally you'll find people who actually really love the the novelization of films. Um, Fuck like you. Yes, for- or, wait, or if you're dumb like me and thought Jurassic Park novelization came oh. like chicken and egg <laughs> kind of moment and not realised that it was a book before it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> or you're reading the Jurassic Park book, you're like, wait, this is the lost, this is the second movie. 
Yeah. I always remember reading a couple of novelizations of things like Alien 3, um, which was <laughs> Alan Dean Foster wrote a really fucking great book that was not yep. that film. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> so most novelizations are, are written based on the original dra- first draft of the script. Oh. Yeah. So they're like, here's our first draft. You go and write that. Now we'll go and make the film. Yeah. And <laughs> some of them... <laughs> Diverge fucking wildly because <laughs> the book has Alien to come 3 out. Alien Three is one of them. Yeah, the book usually comes out as as the movie comes out or just before, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Like the the Star Wars Episode One novelization. I knew is, you were going to say that. It's vastly it has a lot more in it than you would expect. Go and read yes. that one if you feel like it. Yeah, yeah it's fascinating. <laughs> but the, there there are some others that you that go into really weird places. Like I've, I've been talking about the secrets of the Mogwai, the animated series of Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of people were like, "Oh yeah, it's it's cool, but it, I don't like it because it contradicts the book." And I'm like, "What book? It was a fucking movie." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! It contradicts the novelization, <laughs> and the oh, novelization no. apparently has Mogwais being aliens. Oh, well, that, that makes mm. me not want to read the novelization, but also, damn you authors yeah. for being creative. I know. <laughs> how dare you have a creative bone in your body? How dare how, how dare the creators do stuff like that? That's weird. Um, anyway, any more to say about Nimona? Are we done with Nimona? Go out and watch Nimona. It's movie. good. It's good. Don't get pneumonia from watching Nimona. I, well, I was going to say, I had Nimona <laughs> when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. I, I thought I just. Second. I thought I just thought of that one straight away, but no. Someone yeah. had done that brain cell again, dude. Someone yeah. I mean, it was a really cardigan-worthy joke. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's why I couldn't have said it. Thank you. That's very good. Uh, the, the schedule is out for Julie. Um, <laughs> Julie, Julie, uh, for July. Uh, what have we got coming up this month? That's a very good question because I don't have it open in front of me. Next oh. week we're doing Silo. Oh yeah, I've got oh, a lot yeah, of catching up to do. Oh yeah, I've already watched that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey. uh, si- Silo is on. Yeah, next Tuesday watching Silo. You've got a whole like you know week to cram Silo into your gob. It's only ten episodes. They're kind yeah, of I long. I started watching it. I like it. You know? yeah. Kind of long. It, it, it's a slow burn at the beginning, but then it gets kind of quite Moorish with the uh, cliffhanger ending. So yeah. what I'm gonna, mm. what I probably say, won't take you that long to finish it. If you're going to watch Silo, just do a, a fun little game that you can play, which is after you finish watching the first episode, write down your theories about what you think it is and put them in an envelope and then open them up when you finish the first season. Oh, I like okay. that. I, I would like have that. been correct. Ah, if well, I had done that, you're you're good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I've only watched um, the first episode so far, so I've got a fuck ton to watch. Um, in and the we, next week, but we may have okay. to switch uh, the date of the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, mm. review to the Wednesday potentially. We'll let you know, make that adjustment. But that's the one after that, and then we have Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peter's face of like, why? <laughs> why? There's your butt, why? Uh, it's, to be honest, it's two weeks worth of why for me. You're making me watch Mission Mission, Mission Impossible and Oppenheimer? Come on. Mission <sighs> Impossible. <laughs> Just watch it in oh. Spanish. It'll be much fun. Well, that's, I, that's why I stopped watching those fucking movies. Um, I, I'm, because they're not impossible? Well, they, they were impossible. Or they're impossibly bad. No, I just remember I started watching one of them and I may have gotten it through less than legal means. Um, (laughs) And it came with all the wrong subtitles and it was one of the ones that had a lot of other languages in it. And after about 20 minutes, I'm like, this is fucked. I got no idea what's going on. And so I put it down and never picked it up again. And I'm pretty sure that was around number five. Um, Like I've watched one or two. Protocol. Yeah. The one where he's climbing the Burj Khalifa. Like, yeah, I think that's the one. Ghost Protocol thought... is also the one that Simon Pegg is standing on. Like, sorry, is Tom Cruise is standing on an apple box behind a couch where he's acting across <laughs> from Simon Pegg because Simon <laughs> Pegg is six foot tall. And Tom Cruise is very much not six foot tall. No. Uh, and um, did you also notice, like, I mean, curious, like, just a, just a regular thing that you've all got to understand is that um, uh, there was a red carpet in Sydney last night. 
yes. for Mission Impossible. At the is, ICC of all Yeah, yeah, yeah. International yeah. Convention Center. Just like every single frame, I was like, why is this weirding me out? I don't quite understand how this is weirding me out. Why is the press like thing weirding me out? It's like, oh, they're all very much higher than yeah. uh, like the, the overhead shots of all the press cameras are very, so like they've raised all of the cameras. No, you have to stand on this platform to be higher so that you don't actually, you look down at Tom Cruise. You don't actually shoot him from a low frame to see exactly how tall he is. It was very strange. So they never want to have a direct flat on shot no. because that would show how, how tall he is in comparison to other people. No. So all of it was just high to low. Like everyone was looking down. I was like, Oh, interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Could be. Maybe, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I have a bunch of homework to do on those Mission Impossible films because oh. I, I yeah, you won't do fucking Fast and the Furious. You're willing to go through this impossible mission with crazy Scientology Tom Cruise, but you're not going to give our man Vin Diesel the time of day. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> Quinny, have... you're only one and a half movies behind. Yeah, that's the thing. I, there's a there's a lot more fucking Fast and the Furious to get yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. Um, but once you cross yeah. the Rubicon, Quinny, you'll never go back. You will understand what it means to be part of the family. <laughs> family. Yeah, yeah. In a weird okay. mafioso kind of way. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry, Pete, that we are subjecting you yeah. to a whole bunch of. This, but at least there's Barbie. All I want to do is watch Barbie. Barbie. You're allowed. Just watch that Barbie over and over again. Like, just you, you, can, you can join back in, and you'd be like, "So we're reviewing this." Is like, no, no, I've just seen Barbie four times since I spoke to you last. That's all. <laughs> I'm a joke that may happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean. Oh, I was, yeah. I was just going to say, like, I, I I saw that. It's like, what other Mattel properties are just dying to be turned into a, a movie? Because at the moment, Mattel's quite excited by all of the press around mm. Barbie, even though it hasn't been released yet. And they're very like, oh. Well, Jill and I were having a very interesting conversation about that, actually, on Sunday. Yeah, because it actually feels like Mattel have had no hand in any of it. Like, certainly, they don't feel like they're, you know, putting they're branding all over the marketing for this no. no i feel like mattel have not taken this opportunity whatsoever it's definitely also- a very studio heavily led marketing thing not like mattel's just like oh you've taken barbie have you mm. yeah they, they're like yeah. well okay and they're not like jumping on board saying yeah barbie's ours isn't she great like we love barbie I- like, my my theory on it is is that the in the film, like as we've seen in the trailers, there is there is a representation of Mattel um, as yeah. a corporation, and I wouldn't oh, be at all exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to take a punt that maybe it's a little, you know, haha, Mattel. <laughs> I think it's and, it's, it's and just as I said to like... Jill, I think that. In this particular way, the way that this film has been marketed, it feels like Barbie is an icon bigger than the company that makes yeah. it. And it definitely is. I mean, I love that sort of thing. Like Greta Gerwig's just out there doing that whole like, look at me. <laughs> I, I'm the Barbie now. Yes. <laughs> yes. The movie is bigger than your company. Like Mattel's like, wait, we're going to get increased sales? Sure, sure. No problem. I love okay. money. Whatever you want. I saw a new clip today and it was so fucking funny. So, like, Ken's had a, a mishap at the beach and uh, the Barbie doctors are looking at him and he's completely fine. They say, oh, you'll be fine. Like, oh, it, the conversation we just had now, you're healed. And he's like, oh, great. <laughs> so then he's like, you know, a lot of people will get confused about my occupation. They think I'm a surfer, but I'm not. And by extension, I'm not a lifeguard either. And they're like, no. He's like, actually... My job is just beach. Harry <laughs> 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 Doctors is like, and you beach so well. <laughs> I love the the, oh, I uh, that. I the the posters that got released in France. Did you see those? Yes. 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 Um, and actually, Pete, did you happen to see them while you were traveling? That's why. That's they, why they're rioting in France now. <laughs> yes, because the the Barbie posters say something so so shocking. Um, so it says, and he's just Ken, but in the French translation saying Ken means to fuck. So like, 
the posters just say and he just knows how to fuck yeah <laughs> literally it says bobby can do anything and he yeah just he can fuck just knows <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like oh. <laughs> yeah meanwhile I'm, I'm 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 pretty sure that that the uh, what's the actor sorry um the can actor gosling? yeah ryan gosling is just like yeah. i'm fine with that poster yeah <laughs> I do love the whole Barbenheimer thing, though. I love that that has become oh, yeah. like a cultural fucking landscape thing of going, no, we will watch Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, when Greta and Margot are out here doing their their press thing, they had tickets to Oppenheimer. They got a photo in front of like the poster, and they're holding their tickets to Oppenheimer. So they're in on the meme too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, lean and into I it. I did see a picture of uh, Cillian Murphy in front of a poster for Barbie, <laughs> but looking exactly like you'd expect Cillian Murphy to look like. Oh, dear. Uh, so thanks good. Thanks for joining us in the chat. Sorry if we got a little bit off track. We were just very excited to see Peter back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and fresh from winning another award. God damn. Yay! Yeah. Did you win an award? What was well, the award? I mean, we won a pitching competition, but we got nominated for a Logie. So, um, that's hey. you know. Yep. That, um, that's that's when you you really know you've made it when you're standing <laughs> there getting your little gold dude from Rove <laughs> or from Carl Stefanovic. Oh God! Oh, what was I watching and, the other know, day that had uh, Grant Denyer in it? Oh, Preppers, the ABC TV show. And I was like, Denyer. yeah, I was watching that like Gold Logie winner, like Grant Denyer, and I was like, that looks like Grant Denyer. And I was like, nah, that couldn't be him. And then I looked at the cast, I'm like, no, nah, that's Grant Denyer. <laughs> <laughs> playing like a sunrise, a fake sunrise host, and I was like, marvelous, just marvelous. <laughs> a fake sunrise host. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I feel like one. that's something he's done. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Because I was like, that uh, couldn't be Grant Denyer also, playing. Dion, how thing. the hell do you recognize Grant Denyer, but you don't know um, David Campbell? Who? <laughs> Is that Bruce's uh, brother? My point exactly. Is that Bruce Campbell's brother? <laughs> 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 yes, oh, and here to chew bubblegum. We drift again. <laughs> kick ass. Aren't you glad you're back? Yeah. Somewhere beyond the sea. <laughs> Somewhere waiting for me. I'm pretty sure Dave Campbell sang that once. Uh, all right, <laughs> it's on his crooner album. Thank, thank you, everyone, for turning up. We'll see. You, we'll see you next week for Silo. Get in the hole. Get in the hole, everyone. <laughs> Get in the What's hole. in the box? What's in the box? We're going now. Okay, bye. Tra la la, tra la la, tra la la, la la la. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.